Welcome into the Gridiron Grind. It's our Cowboys NFL pod. We got a special guest, one of my best friends, college roommate. He's a diehard Philly fanatic. Boy, Kenny Elkind joining us. Um, I mean, it's a Cowboys Eagles round two. Cowboy or uh, Eagles won the first matchup. We uh, Cowboys get them in Dallas. Cowboys are three and a half point favorite. What is the tone and the mood up there in Philadelphia, Kenny? Um, I mean, there's some been some panic because of this 49ers game. Um, honestly, I'm not like panicked. Um, the Cowboys Eagles always usually ends in a split for the year. It, it does. Um, Cowboys are going to be geared up, obviously, and they've been playing some uh, pretty good ball. So it's going to take a monstrous effort for the Eagles this week. See, you uh, think so? I, I do, man. Um, there's been some – we've been, like, leaking oil in the linebacking and secondary. It's leaking oil. Our Like, our front – our uh, D-line is tough to deal with. But, you know, if we're not able to cover guys long enough, then – I know. Because Brock Purdy was just lighting us up pretty much. Are the 49ers – Purdy much. Yeah. yeah. See what you did like there. That? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I uh realized I had a green shirt on and yeah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Not so this uh week. sorry for the premature exodus. But uh I think Kenny's right. I mean, obviously he's got the intel that we don't. Um, but I agree Brock Purdy had all day, and uh when you can't get to uh, the quarterback, it doesn't matter how good your secondary is, it's hard to cover guys for five, six, eight seconds. Uh, somebody's bound to get open and uh, with the weapons the Cowboys have um, if the O-line can hold up and that's if yeah if we can protect Dak because you don't know what kind of game you're gonna get out of Terrence Steele so if Dak's I mean, up, we right, talked about it last time I think he cost us the game last time yeah yeah I so mean, so if we can keep him up I think Kenny's got a point we can get it to the weapons get down the field what about the 49ers are they the team to beat now in the NFC I mean, drummed both Cowboys and Eagles. I I feel like I guess their question mark was the quarterback position because their skill players are elite yeah. and their defense is top notch. Um, and I mean, he's playing good football. So, I mean, I don't see why not. They took it to us. Um, and again, like with the Eagles, the last like, I don't know, month, they've been like, asking to lose some of these games, you know, they've been squeaking away barely. Um, so it was almost like it was bound to happen. And the Niners, a good team played really well and absolutely took a dump. That's what I think. I think the mm -hmm. Cowboys are catching the Eagles at the perfect time because we've been talking about it for the last five weeks. The Eagles are just winding down the really tough stretch. The Cowboys are just starting the really tough stretch. And the Eagles somehow finding a way to win, you know, the Bills or the Chiefs game. Uh, if the receiver Scantling catches the pass, he drops it. Eagles find a way to win, come back and win that one. The Bills in overtime find a way to win that one. And then the, just ran into a buzzsaw, the 49ers. Yeah, yeah when and, we go back to that Eagles Cowboys game, the Eagles had what four yards in the fourth quarter, like four yards of total offense in the fourth quarter. The Cowboys yeah. had like 160. Um, so like for us to get away with that win was, I mean, it's nice. To, a win is a win. I mean, but 
a lot of things had to go our way in the right spots for them to walk away with that win. That's one thing we talked about too on the show all year is uh, leading up to this, leading up to the first one, leading up to this is how, you know, there's some panic in both camps because last year, offensively Dallas and Philly blowing teams out right and left, you know, just putting up points. And, and then this year, like you said, Philly, of course, Dallas installing a new offense, uh, Zach not turning the ball over, trying to, you know, this Tex Coast, uh, I believe is what it's, they're calling it. Uh, and then Philly is a lot more close games. Um, and so it is kind of a, kind of worrisome. But then, like you said, at the end of the day, a win's a win. And I know I think we would, we would rather blow teams out. But again, like you said, winning close ones, that's something that good teams do. So uh, that was one thing we kind of were like, man, it's a lot closer than we liked, but you know we got it, we got it. And so I heard it's, uh, it's kind of the same thing. I heard something, Kenny. And what's the rumors going on up there? Is Jalen hurts? Is he hurt? Is he like healthy, or has he got something going on health wise? Uh, I don't think it's uh, like serious thing. Like they're not they're not making a big deal about it. Um, he's been pretty durable. I think like his knee had like a little. Oh, that's what it was. He got hurt the knee. Yeah. Yeah. Something with his knee, but I don't think it was anything major. Um, I mean, but with his style of play, something small could have effects in certain areas. Cause I mean, they rely on him a lot with the ball. Um, he runs it a good bit. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure small residual effect. Yeah, it can. He's not running as um, much. I'll say this though. Like he, He's played well down the stretch when we've needed him, which has been like good to see because people still question if he's going to be the guy or not, not as much as they used to, but there's still that little question. And down the stretch, those couple games that we won, um, he really played well. Um, Buffalo, especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. No joke, man. The fact y'all got through Buffalo and the chiefs two and Oh, we were talking about us went, dude, I, uh, I mean, we, I'm ready to. We need ready to one of those losses say. because yeah. even if the Cowboys win this game, and I feel great about it, because like I said, I think the Cowboys are playing really good, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Dak's playing his best football, and the Eagles just this gauntlet of a schedule they're at the tail end of, and then they finish with three cupcakes. I think they play the Giants twice in the last three weeks, so this might be the last losable game for the Eagles. Um, so them winning the Buffalo in the Niners was clutch because even if the Cowboys win this game, Cowboys and Eagles will have the same record, but the Eagles will still have the tiebreaker because of the conference conference record. So the Eagles getting through that stretch was just massive for them, uh, at least winning the NFC East. Yeah. I, I just hope that it doesn't, uh, have like a fatigue effect at the end of the season. Um, cause we were, I was just talking about last week, they're 10 and one and they still have to win games yep. to be comfortable or to even clinch a playoff spot, which, you know, 10 and one, you got to feel comfortable. Right. But it's almost like mm-hmm. now you actually need to really win these games for the season. And it's almost like the pressure builds and it's like, man, we're 10 and one and we still have all this pressure to win. So, I mean, I, I, that just makes me feel uncomfortable as a fan. Um, I'm obviously as a player, you have that, but like that makes me uncomfortable that you're 10 and one and you're still like in need of winning games against some of the best teams in the, in the league with well, the then, yeah. because if, 
if the Cowboys end up beating us too, you know, say they kick the shit, kick, kick our butts or whatever. Um, those next three or whatever, those two, those cupcakes that you're saying, like, I don't think they're necessarily cupcake games. They're winnable games and games we should win, but I don't know, man. Kind of that's what I was about to say. Two losses can happen. Let's not forget their one losses to a terrible yeah. Cleveland team. And yep. one of our Jets. losses is to a the terrible Jets. The Jets. Yeah, they lost to the, the Jets. Jets. Sorry. And then let's exactly. not forget Wilson our losses Jets. to a terrible Arizona team. So, true. Know, I kinda, that was, I that was earlier in the season. Saying. It was. Sure. We came out but, hot, too. And like it was almost we were due for a letdown game. That was just, mm-hmm. that was a, that was a weird game. But yeah. Again, well, like you said, it proves a point. Like, mm-hmm doesn't matter who you're playing really especially the later in the season those teams like the giants and washington you know once they're out they're gonna love to play spoiler they're yeah, gonna come in division out, hey, two? Guys, let's, sure they let's got nothing else to play season. for in the division yeah. two uh-huh yeah yep well it's a big one cowboys eagles i'm actually like we talked about i'm actually going to be in philadelphia going to get to watch the game with kenny and kenny's dad one of the biggest cowboy fans i know so I'm pretty pumped about that. Going to be in enemy territory. Um, so I'm be careful. I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm bringing all my cowboy gear. I'm going to bring. I'm bring my Dak jersey. Uh, I might be running up and down Gorsuch Lane if Cowboys find a way to win this game. Just screaming, "How about them boys?" Kenny's yeah, neighbor, scream, weeding boys. Kenny's neighbor's like throwing eggs at me. I'm almost. I'm almost prepared for for the worst anyway, but. You know, we'll see. This is actually a big game for the Eagles as far as bounce back. How do they handle that ass kicking? They just that's true. How do they handle that? It's a huge game because if the Niners, if the Eagles lose, then the Cowboys, Eagles, Niners would all have the same record. The Niners would have the tie break as the one seed, and then the Eagles, like we just talked about, would have tie break over the Cowboys. So the Eagles would be a two seed. And the Cowboys would have to go be the five seed, go on the road. And if they matched up Cowboys-Eagles to go to the NFC Championship to play the Niners, you know, oh. Eagles would have home field advantage. Um, so it's a huge game. But I just – I think the Cowboys are going to lose it. Even if they win this game – if the Eagles win this game, they they have a great chance at the number one seed and get that by. But you were talking about Kenny being worn down. That would go a long way. Um but I just have a feeling – I feel good about the Cowboys this game. They're favored by three and a half. But then the Cowboys got to play the Bills on the road, the Dolphins on the road, back-to-back weeks, then the Lions at home. I feel like the Cowboys lose at least one of those games. That is a gauntlet too. Yeah. It's tough because the Lions are playing really well. Lions yeah. are tough, man. The Lions – Dan Lions Campbell. Are, yeah. Matt, Dan Campbell is who Matt Patricia thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> He thought he was this hard-nosed guy come over from Belichick, and no, not at all. Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell looks like if those guys, you know, are in the wrong position or they miss a block, they'll come out there and headbutt their helmet, crack their helmet. Ah. So, yeah. But do you think the Lions Lions. have a chance? I think – I'll even go this far to say this. I think the Super Bowl champion this year is the winner of the Niners, Eagles, and Cowboys. I don't think the Lions – are as good as those three teams. I, I have to agree with you there too. Yeah. Like if they're when we're we're going to Atlantic City Saturday night. Yeah. And if there's like a prop I could place on Niners, Cowboys, Eagles, Super Bowl, or the field, 
I'm sure it would be minus, uh, you know, but I would take, I think it's going to be the Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. One of those three is going to win the Super Bowl. I think yeah. so. This is the year of the NFC, you know, before the AFC, obviously with the Patriots and then, you know, lately with the Chiefs. Chiefs look so Bills, vulnerable. You're going, dude, yeah, the Chiefs and Bills look terrible. Look like they forgot how to play football. Of course, we'll hit the Bills, and the Bills all of a sudden will be like, oh, yeah, this is the forward pass. Watch this. So, <laughs> you know. but I mean, the Chiefs are just as dangerous that way, too. I mean, I know. Patrick they get, Once they get in the tournament, the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is dangerous, dude. Yeah. They'll be a completely different team once the playoffs start. It's the Chiefs. Like the Spurs. Like the Spurs. Yeah, back in the into the postseason, and then mm-hmm. now, it's, now it's the real season. All right, let's go to our questions of the week. We got a question this week. You can email us grandgrandsports at gmail.com. Hit us up Twitter X, Instagram, comment on our videos. This question is from Brenda from Whitesboro, Texas. It's about the Cowboys Eagle down. game. Brenda asks, how big of a factor will it be that the Cowboys have an extra couple of days of rest since they played last Thursday? And the Eagles just had to play the 49ers and lost by a big margin. How big of a factor is that going to play? The Eagles might be a little beat up Cowboys extra few days of rest. You know, we'll see kind of like what uh, Kenny was saying, you know, little nagging stuff. That's where that extra rest really helps. That's why it's such an important game for Philly is all the little nagging injuries, the little, you know, kind of the little hitch in your step, With that extra time you get all that healed and you're good to go. So I think it'll help us on uh, anything nagging like that, and it'll hurt Philly. But at the same time, I mean, players play. You know, they're going to show up, and they're going to be ready to play. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if towards the end of the game, if Philly looks gassed, if they're not, if it's a real dogfight, maybe uh, maybe the short rest comes into play then. But uh, I think it uh, – I think it'll have a little bit. I don't know if it'll have too much considering there's not been reported any major injuries. Uh, you know, no one is really no big key contributors like borderline, like Cox or Hertz or anyone like that. AJ Brown, no one's a game time decision. So um, I said in a close game, it may show its face, but right now on paper, it'd just be a smidgen, just a little bit of an advantage, maybe if any at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, yeah go ahead. I think it's a little bit of an advantage rest wise. Um, Plus the Cowboys have to be confident how they finished the game against the Eagles last time. And they've playing some of their best football right now. So, I mean, it is an advantage. Like Jimmy said, players play. Um, So small, small effect, but it could be enough. I think it might be a small effect at the beginning of the game and maybe at the end of the game. But I think like for the Eagles, it's a big time Sunday night primetime game division. All that soreness, adrenaline will take over. All yeah. that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. such a big deal, big game. So yeah, all that will, it, all that will kind of go away once you get into the rhythm of the game. So thanks for that question, Brenda from Whitesboro via the Twitter X. She DM'd us. I did want to ask, what is the take, Philly fans? The tush push. I mean, you guys got to love the tush push. Yeah, I mean, how can you not, dude? I think it's ridiculous. If the NFL gets rid of it, I think it's ridiculous because I do too. I they're trying to find a way how to make it within the rules to get rid of it because it's like anytime something like that's so effective, 
and the Eagles are so much better at it than anybody else. It's like they want to try to – well, that's too much an advantage. But it's. I think it's Jason Kelsey is the one who makes Dude, that. He gets he so is. low and he's so powerful being so low. The push he gets, it's unbelievable and hurts, just gets right behind him and goes. Yeah, and so it's funny. I was, I was watching their podcast, the Kelsey podcast, a little yeah. bit too. And the one time they got called offsides because they said uh, Jurgens was in like – ahead of the ball or whatever, like lined up too far. And really it was Kelsey's other hand because he goes oh, four-point stance on yeah. it. So he goes hand on the ball and then left hand down on the ground and they mistaken it for his. But it helps having Jalen Hurts, who is as powerful and as strong as he is, to, you know, kind of enhance the play or whatever. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I love it. I mean, it's a go-to play. Like you're fourth and short and – People forget how strong Jalen Hurts was when he was at Oklahoma. I think it was at Oklahoma. His squat, he was squatting as much of his as much as his offensive linemen were. Yeah, I mean, he's. You forget how strong that dude is. Yeah, execute. I mean, the execution that the Eagles have on that play is second to none. Obviously, because you see other teams run it, they don't get near the push. You know, it just goes back to the Eagles' offensive line as good as the Cowboys. The year the Cowboys sent four. Four of the five to the Pro Bowl. The Eagles sent three of theirs to the Pro Bowl. Some years the same, you know. So Philly's had an elite offensive line just as long as the Cowboys have, and now they figured out how to use it as, uh, as for more than just run and pass blocking. And yeah, uh, another colleague, uh, Pat McAfee's talking about the same thing. He said, "Enjoy it while you can. The NFL will figure out a way to take it away from us." So even though it's, you know, it's not like the Cowboys are running it. But, yeah, it's kind of cool to watch and see literally because everyone likes the, hey, man, here's exactly what I'm going to do. And you can't stop it. I don't care what you do. You can't stop it. Like, it's kind of cool. There's something to that. So, yeah, uh, enjoy it because, yeah, the NFL. I also figure out a way to take that away. I think if the Eagles really wanted to, especially if they got, like, inside the 20 and they're trying to kill the clock and it's first just, down and 10 just, from the 20. Just I think they pounded. could run it every play and get a first down. Uh, I, I mean, felt like that. Get like four so yards. Times. I think they can average. What are they averaging? Like three yards every time. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's funny too. You see some defenders like crowd surf. Yeah. Like they just jump that on it and then they just all. they just yeah. float. Um. Parsons did it when we were in Philly. Yeah. He they just jump on top and then and just started go. Yeah. Um. The other point I want to make uh, about that. Um. I. I don't know if it's true or whatnot, but rugby does that little uh, how rugby players like getting that drum, drum yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I know Maylotta is an Australian and like maybe they have a connection with like a rugby guy that came in like and just like taught him how to, I don't know, form the form of how to get in those positions to make it work or whatnot. But um, it would make sense if they did that because that is rugby pretty much. It's amazing how effective it is. Um. All right. Last couple. Last couple minutes of the show. We got our bets. Jimmy and I are on fire. Last week I was three and zero. Jimmy three and one. Twenty five and twelve for myself on the season. Jimmy twenty five and eighteen. We've been bringing in the big bucks all year. Jimmy, I got three, and I'm sticking with the unders. Did you know? First week of the season last week was the first time there was more overs hit than unders all season. Yeah. 
Unders are hitting 72% of the time in the NFL. It's a record. And I'm yeah. sticking with the People unders. People don't like taking unders either. I know. No. But it's been – I mean, we've been killing it because I've got three more unders this week. I'm expecting the unders to to uh, bounce back. One well, on- and I'm not taking any shots here, but I feel like that's a just like a small picture of the product of the NFL this year. I, I agree with Tom Brady. Too. He went off how the product's bad. I kind of agree. I think you have a collection of really good teams, and then there's there's a lot of bad teams. A lot of teams that and don't aren't even that close. Clock rule. And then like the clock going rule. out of bounds doesn't stop the clock unless you're going forward. Yeah. Even then, if you're going forward, sometimes uh, I, it I stop forgot it. about that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's the quarterback the... play has been so bad. Well, that's that, a, that was my thought too. Is like there's so many like average to below average quarterbacks anymore that you know. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, maybe they're like trying to talk up some of the young guys, but like, I haven't been like crazy impressed by anyone really. Mm-mm. No. So I'm going to, Eagles, Cowboys under 52, Bills, Chiefs under 49, Titans, Dolphins on Monday night under 46 and a half. That's my three unders. What was the second? I like one? it. Bills, Chiefs under 49. Chiefs offense has been struggling. Where's that game? It's in. It's in uh, Arrowhead. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're both bad weather places. but Bills, Chiefs under 49. Eagles, Cowboys, Sunday night under 52. Monday night, Titans, Dolphins under 46 and a half. That's my three unders. I've got four. Chiefs, Bills um, one is such a ballsy one, but I like I it. I know. I got it over. You're going I'm gonna, over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the train from last week. Rams, Ravens over 39. I think Lamar and that offense, they're going to get going. I think the Rams will do just enough to where this game maybe is, you know, 28, 20, 28, you know, 10, 28, or 20, 10, 20, 14, 28, you know, something like that. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, over 39 Rams, Ravens, Colts, and Bengals. Give me the Colts plus one and a half. Gardner Minshew got the Colts playing God. great. Yeah. Bengals, they're on a backup quarterback now. Um, just I just don't look. They don't look impressive to me without Joe Burrow. The Colts plus one and a half at the Bengals, and then Bucks plus two and a half against the Falcons. Mike Evans just became the first receiver, only the second ever in the NFL history, the first one since Jerry Rice uh, to have. Uh, oh crap! I just went blank on my stat, boys. Um, something about you know, Jerry Rice. No, he's the second player along with Jerry Rice oh. to uh, hit a big receiving milestone. Like I said, I just went blank. I had it looked up before. Um, but anyway, Bucks, give me Bucks plus two and a half over the Falcons. And uh, Cowboys, Eagles, by the half a point, give me Cowboys minus three. That way, if Aubrey kicks one, you know, to win, you push. But uh, give me Cowboys minus three by the half a point. Cowboys Eagles. All right, we got about a minute and a half before we get cut off here. All Consecutive right. one thousand yard seasons. Consecutive one thousand second Evans. to Jerry Rice. Okay. Yep. All right, we got about a minute and a half before we get cut off. We got to go around the table. Finals prediction, Cowboys Eagles. We'll start with Kenny. Philly Fanatic. Hmm. How you feeling about this game? Cowboys. I agree with Jim. If you're gonna take it, you gotta buy the half point. But if you're taking the Eagles, you keep that half point. Um, I like, I'm going to go, I got to go birds. So I'm going to go birds 31, 27. 
Okay, that would hit the over. Jimmy already picked. I'm going to go Cowboys 27, Eagles 24. That the Cowboys win by three and 51 would be just under. So I like the Cowboys in a close. Aubrey Philgo wins it. Dak drives him, gets him down. Aubrey kicks it for the win. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go Cowboys 30, Philly 24. Cover. Cowboys cover. Over might be in jeopardy. With the hook. With the hook, yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks for joining us. Gridiron Grind. Thanks, Kenny, for joining us. We're about to get cut off. Gridiron Grind. Thanks for having me, boys. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, check us out. We'll see you guys next week. We'll try to do a post-game show, tentative post-game. It's going to be late. I'm going to be up in the East Coast. So we'll see about the post-game show. But see ya. You guys.